that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Here, I just took some cough syrup, too, so... We should be good. Um, this is called the Center of Knowledge Podcast. I'm starting with my hacking deaths. Um, I'm Levi, the corpse. Is <laughs> I'm over there. pretty sure. I was literally about to say, I'm, I'm, am I talking to a corpse? I'm not exactly um, sure. You're still human, right? I don't know anymore, honestly. Okay. I think. Uh, so I'm going to apologize up front. Obviously, my voice is terrible. I am definitely sick. But I'm going to power through. Because for our passionate fans, um, the the couple of you, uh, you, so you, you, sound, you sound worse than you sound worse than like M. Murad, the the character that eats all the flowers, dude. Yeah, so you sound pretty bad, bud. This is uh, <laughs> this is my curse because it's like oh hell yeah, so dude. now you're no you're sounding good. You're am sweet. I sounding a little bit better? So yeah. I'm like I've had the flu. Uh, I've been super sick the last couple of days, but this happens to me every once in a while where I'll get really sick and then I'll lose my voice really bad. And this is like, honestly, probably the best it's been all day. And, uh, well, good. We, we caught you in a pocket, huh? Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been saving it. I've been just, uh, not <laughs> talking to, I've been ignoring my daughter. <laughs> just not talking to her. Um, but it's like a, it's a curse. Cause I like to, I just talk too fucking much. And so every once in a while. I just need to be like humbled to like shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like I'll be at work and I just like can't speak. Um, you got to see if you got any like nodes on your vocal cords, bud. You got like, <laughs> dude, they're shredded. That's why my voice is so raspy all the time, anyway. Because I mean, this sounds like garbage, but it's not. Is that it because you had the consumption? <laughs> I know, like, right? You had the consumption as a kid, <laughs> dude. I must have had something as a kid. So anyway, sorry about that. I'm also a little loopy. I love it. From all that, so I might be extra dumb this episode, but that's all no, right. I love that. Jordan's, <laughs> Jordan's going to do all the heavy lifting for me. Cause Hell you, yeah, dude. Well, you, uh, I, it was your week to write the synopsis, correct? That is correct, sir. I wrote my Thank synopsis. God. And so, yeah, <laughs> no, right, I actually got it. As much as I enjoy writing the synopsis, it's also nice when I don't have to because then you just don't have to really <laughs> put the effort in. But Yeah, and this movie uh, I was watching I, and I was like, poor Jordan's going to have to write that fucking synopsis. Well, this is yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and say I wrote a synopsis that's kind of just more like <laughs> you know swaying across the mood sure. of the movie. It's a, and then, it's a loose movie as is. It's not like you get well, all whole the thing. fucking yeah. structure beats so that we can. But follow it really, along. even if you watch this movie, you can't follow along. So we're talking about 2012's Holy Motors is what we're talking about. Um that's it. <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah, Leos Leos Carax, uh directed this film. Um, he shot it really fast, and I will I will I'm gonna give you a little synopsis at home if you haven't uh, if you haven't seen this film. I actually do highly recommend watching it before we talk about it, just so you can understand. Because like, well, we won't be able to explain it because it's kind of just like. It's super simple in its movie idea, but it's just it's a really large concept of of film, postmodernism. Right. So we're gonna get into the just story beats real quick for you. Holy motor. Dawn awakens to an unnamed man who searches for a hidden lock to open a hidden door. It reveals a movie theater projecting the film of our protagonist. Monsieur Oscar a shadowy character hidden behind latex and wigs with one driving force to accomplish his day's assignments. In turn, he embodies a leader of industry, a beggar, a sewer goblin, an assassin, along with a few interpretations of family man. He seems to dive headfirst without looking over the cliff into each part. Oscar's only companion is Celine, 
the woman behind the wheel of the vast limo transporting him around Paris and its suburbs in pursuit of a purely beautiful act. Where does the role end and the true man begin? Where are the cameras? Who is the director? When will Oscar actually finish his work? Very good. That's Only actually more coherent than the actual story. <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> well, cause, and I think, I think that's where, that's where we're going to drive. So my, my like knee jerk reaction for this movie, I was like, I was like, I'm bored. And then, and then like you said, when I, I read your review and I like that you mentioned that like when you stopped trying to find meaning in it, yeah. it actually like it became amazing. It became very enjoyable, and so I like I like hated it or hated's hates really strong word. I just was like I wanted so. I was badly like, what's the point? Meaning. Yeah, I was like, what is yeah. the point of this? What is the? And I knew going in that it was going to be weird. I mean, it's got a reputation of being pretty weird. And right, but I I was not prepared. I really like I thought weird like so possum that movie that movie's weird yeah but it but it makes sense it has like it has like a quote-unquote narrative you know there is i feel like this movie is possum but on pcp like Mm. or this movie is possum on bath salts because it's just got it's it's like i feel like it's i gotta be i don't know it's not as personal of a story and but in a way it definitely is but dude it is no it is but it's wild, but it's personal. it's trying it's, to throw a yeah. wider net about what it's trying to say about cinema and art and stuff, but it just does it with so much more energy than Possum in a different way. Because um, yeah, this movie's just like flowing. Because it wasn't until the Sewer Goblin, which is like is the best name for it, or the fucking Sewer Leprechaun, whatever the I, fuck he is. Yeah, well, it's until that it segment that I was just like, all right, this is pretty great. I'm a, yeah, I'm no, this. and I uh yeah I like so I. It's like twenty the fact minutes. That I in. kind of, yeah, yeah. It's twenty. It's like yeah, the third. I think right. His yeah. third assignment. But um, I'm like, I really loved the beginning. The opening hit me, and I was kind of, I like, I'm actually happy with the whole, the whole finished product. But I was kind of expecting an even drier, like slower experience. Yeah. Because it opens with this kind of like, it's it's abstract. It's interesting. You know, he he unlocks the, like that room into the into the theater. And then there's, like, some weird imagery with the child and the dogs walking down the aisle. And then it shows, like, the audience. Yeah. And, and this is all... They're dead or cut. asleep. Well, right, 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 right. And it's, like, yeah, it's super ominous because it's just, like, just the light backlight, which is fantastic. Such a cool shot. But uh, it's cool, too, the the cutting between imagery of, like, old motion capture. That, like That was the thing like, that got me immediately yeah. kind of hooked is the... Uh, like very very early like late eighteen hundreds like photography yeah. tests of yep. just like basic body movements just to silence it just like flash in during the credits and I was like yeah okay okay uh-huh. <laughs> I, no I'm like yeah you have my attention uh-huh. dude. and I love I've been I've been going over film history right now and it's like it's like yo know, that's like France is the birthplace of cinema so yeah. it's, it's just kind of like yeah. it's like I'm like I'm like oh, okay they kind of. He gets a pass. He can be as pretentious as he wants because it's like, I don't know, like he's like showing, you know, the roots of it and like what this film represents. And it's just, it's fantastic. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised. I gave it like a, I gave it a two star review on Letterboxd and I'm, I'm going to go and I'll probably, maybe I'll amend it or I'll just go in and I'll like, I'll kind of like, you know. There's a couple of reviews I feel like I've wanted to go back and change a little bit. Yeah. It's like. Those are my knee-jerk reviews of, like, I had just finished it. Here's my thought. Like, here's where it is. But it's, like, sometimes movies need more time to, like, digest and marinate it. Like, the most recent example is, like, Power of the Dog. Like, first getting out of Power of the Dog. Oh. I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. It's fine, I guess. Uh, But then, like, thinking about it for a couple days and then talking to you about it and, like, being able to, like, vocalize uh, my thoughts made me realize I like it more than I thought I initially liked it. Hell yeah, dude. That's that's this movie for me big time. Like going yeah. and doing the like quote unquote research, like going in and right. like reading some interviews and like, you know, like figuring out who this who this man is cuz it's like his name's like Alex something else. I can't remember his full name. It's like so his uh what is that called a pseudonym or whatever for Leos Carax. It's like uh wow, I'm I'm throwing out a bunch of things here. Who's who's brain dead now? 
the where you like an anagram or whatever where you mix up the name <laughs> so yeah leos leos Carox is like pseudonym pen an- name anagram if you're using the same letters you know yeah exactly it's the same letters it's an anagram anyways god so he's just he's just like he's mystic to begin with in his own personal life and he's one of those just like hates interviews he's kind of like a Lars von Trier type just totally doesn't want to like super you know expose his personal life and he just but I think he does it I think he does it actually really deeply and really really widely by making films even though this film his just kind of a cult classic, if you will. Like it's it's yeah, it's got it's a bit like of a cult film following, I think. Yeah, yeah, like film buffs kind of. I've like heard about this movie, and uh, oh, and I remember we talked about it in in Titan. Yeah, that's where we, we were that's talking where about we like French films yeah. and stuff. And then we talked about yeah. wanting to see his most recent movie, Annette or whatever, with Adam Driver. Right. Um, and now having seen because that just looked kind of interesting anyway, from last year. But having seen this now, I definitely I really want to go see it now. Right. I uh, I have a quote I wanted to read real quick. Right, he did a IndieWire interview, and he said, In this world, I invented it's a way of telling the experience of a life without using a classical narrative, without using flashbacks. It's trying to have the whole range of human experience in a day. And I like that. That, okay. that wraps it up perfect. Like, it, you know, from his from his mouth, it's like, I think it's exactly this movie. That's okay. It's like this movie is like you can't. I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> I really feel like you should see it, but I, it's going to be like... I feel like they, oh, I can only recommend it to like not even like film nerds, but like people who uh, like like art in a way that like they want to be like, <laughs> yeah. what does this say? You know, like what Ugh. does this make me feel? Not even like, can I put it into words, but how does this piece of art make me feel? You know what I mean? Uh, it's not a movie to just be like, let me go watch a, a, a nice two-hour-long, three-act structure, fucking hero's journey, some, whatever, which is fine in its own right, but it's not that kind of movie, you know what I mean? So, I, obviously, I, so I wouldn't recommend it to, like, I try, Mary, uh, she's like, oh, I'm like, I really have to watch Holy Motors. Um, and she's like, all right, you could put it on, and I'm like, you don't want to watch it. I know you don't want to watch this. She's like, well, you're <laughs> sick, so we'll give you, you get sick man privileges, Oh, yeah. And so I was like, all right, but I mean, I'll watch it on my own. I don't give a fuck. Um, and she started watching it, and she got like maybe 30 minutes, and she said, what the fuck? Like the whole time, she's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck <laughs> yeah. is this? And, that is and, then, and then literally like 40 minutes, and she's like, all right, I'm going downstairs. I got to leave you. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I said, oh, that's all right. I, I didn't expect you to stick around. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. How come the how come the SOs can't hang? We were. I was watching this, and Victoria, like, after the after the sewer goblin dude scene, was just kind of like, "All right," and she started cleaning around, cleaning up the house. It's like she just was like, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Was it I was it know. his pointy erect boner, or was it when he bit off the the girl's fingers? Well, okay. Do you know what's weird? Did your version of the of it have his penis blurred out? Uh-uh. No, it was full frontal, right? Oh yeah. Dude, the version we watched, it's like her, her like nipple hung out and it was all blurred, and then her like, and then his like, you know, he's full frontal nude, I, totally blurred out. Oh, his was blurred How, out. Yours was. Yeah, we watched we watched it on Tubi. Oh. Does Tubi do that, dude? I don't. I didn't Maybe. think Tubi did like blur. Full well, frontal. Well, like now that you mentioned, I feel like I didn't get a good look at the booby, but I feel like it was there in the wide shot. But oh, dude, you got to go yeah. back and watch it on the Plex then, because uh, just that scene. He's got. Because it he's is got a wild full, damn. full like it's probably fake by the looks of it. Like it's too, God. it's too perfectly hard, but it's shaped. Oh baby, no, dude, I, I, it's shaped exactly I know, I know like you would expect getting, a sewer goblin's erect cock to be shaped, which it's like, it looks like fucking Pinocchio's whittled nose. It's like pointy and it like goes up and it like, it, <laughs> it's very strange looking. It like it's, 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 nubs on it, hell yeah. It's just kind of a strange pointy boner. Uh, you should go watch it because it's worth it. Because that's what Mary looked that. up and she's I'm, like, "What is happening?" And I'm like, ah, "Don't you just love this imagery?" It's like, uh, you know, I was like, "This is a statement on uh, universal healthcare," and she's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, I'm just trying to mess with <laughs> Like, you just yeah. don't get it, babe. But no, he's laying there with his flaccid dick. He's got her, which is kind of interesting, though, right? Because it's like he's got her. She's like this model, and he kidnaps her and takes her down into the sewer, and then he like tears up her dress to basically make this 
this like giant shawl over her. Um, I don't know. There's like a, a bunch of different terms for the right way. I'm not, if it's like a hajib or something. Oh, but I, right, something like right, that. Right, I don't want to yeah. get it wrong. But anyway, it's like he makes but, this huge like cover over her to cover her up. But yet he's fully nude, fully erect. And it's just like she, she just is like singing him lullabies in the sewer. And then he's just like, all right, next appointment. He's just <laughs> taking off the makeup. Um, and I love that. I don't know. I love the, Dude. the way it moves. You know what I mean? It's like very cinematic in the way that it's just like, and then that's how the scene ends. But it's like we're along with this character who's essentially embodying the energy of cinema as he goes along, totally. as like a cinema actor at least, you know, doing all these scenes. Because well, it's like he dies no, several times and then he's just like back in the limo. And he plays he plays multiple people in the same scene, yeah. which is fascinating. Oh yeah, which is great. And like, well, and like, but it's cool because he's he's veiled too. He's got he has the he has the ski mask on. Yeah. When he goes to assassinate himself, and it's like, <laughs> so it's like that that shows that's like the stuntman in film and how you how you trick that scene. And it's just, dude, this like that you know, the scene where he he dresses her, and it's like there is it's where like the symbolism doesn't even exist anymore he's like shattered film it's like he's broken what's well, the thing it's any, like any semblance this, of what symbolism would be yeah, this, like you can break it down a million different ways seriously this movie's got like ideas but I, also it's like it's uh i think it's purposely chaotic um to kind of just be like for the flow of what it is it's not like necessarily like it's a, it's a thought process but it's not necessarily like oh i meticulously pulled over these things for years because this means this and this connection is this blah 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 blah. it's like it's so much more raw okay. you know what i mean you want you want you want a little fact here i got a little factoid here right on. Dust lay, across lay it. On me. so so this movie so i guess this actually is a trigger warning some suicide involved and it's, <coughs> it's definitely like it's depressing and it also like impacts the art this is this is where learning this fact totally made me appreciate the movie and it's a little morbid mm-hmm. but like and it or it just it made me like understand the impact of the art that he was yeah. trying to make and, and the he freaking because i read that too yeah go, go ahead for the yeah. audience but like yes. his girlfriend and everything well right right yeah he's like yeah his his long time long yeah long term partner the, the mother of his child you know right right uh and it, it's not it, suicide is rumored there is no the the it's like unspecified um the category of death you know, on her, on her death certificate, but they, it's rumored that it was like self-inflicted and she committed suicide and he, so she committed suicide in 2011. He wrote this movie in two weeks and then started production on it. And this is a fact with that blew my mind. Anetta, his daughter died the year Shut before the he made Anetta. So I think he just takes, he fuck, that's the only way he can, that's the only way he can, he can get through his trauma. That's the way, that's how he works through, like, and you can feel that. It just feels. Oh, hardcore. Like, as I say, it's so raw. It's just kind of like, here it is, which is, uh, it's kind of refreshing, honestly. Cause it's, it's, it's well, messy. Well, you know what I mean? This movie's like messy, but like on purpose and like in a, in a way that doesn't feel, but like, it doesn't feel yeah, like think, an accident or a force like a, because no. as we all know, every scene works perfect. It's not yeah. like it's not like he was lazy or made a bad movie. No, like, yeah. Where like we all know how much like, work goes into filmmaking. I mean, look at our last movie, yeah. Birdman. How fucking meticulous and, they had to shoot that. Right. Um. And like this movie is much more like, you know, I don't know. It's just more like avant garde type of just running with it, making yeah. we're making jazz here type of shit. And it, it's and it's almost like the vignettes. I think that the vehicle itself like metaphorically and physically that the limo is what takes him from scene to scene is the it's the perfect transition it is like it's the only way to like drive this story <laughs> no pun intended where it's like this like fake limo essentially it doesn't you know the the interior doesn't exist it's it's too large it's like comically large like he's yeah, it's like a whole dressing room live in it yeah exactly it's like a, it's basically a whole studio inside there and then he goes and he shoots like out in the world, and uh, I love how he has like meetings in there. He like he meets that he meets like with his like quote unquote producer yeah. or whoever that figure is that's explaining to him about the cameras and how like 
old cinema used to be like have a weight to it and now it's like that and i love that too he's like the cameras are as big as your head and now the cameras are like invisible yeah and it's just like it's so cool it's like that that part made me kind of like connect back into the movie. Yeah, it's very much like, just like everything. You're always on the stage, especially with now and the internet. Like you're always, yeah. With like look at fucking TikTok or something. Like you're always, you're never not on camera in some way. And it's not like you know, it's not being literal. Like there are millions of little cameras everywhere, which is true with it's, what he's saying. Yeah. But the fact that it's just like the line between like what is and what isn't like projected art for you out there has been totally like scribbled away. You know what I mean? For cinema and like for basically like all forms of that. Cause it seems like very much like a, uh, like a weird rallying cry. And that, that shows like, I don't know. It's like the fear of obsolescence. Cause it's like, it starts with yeah. the, uh, cause that's another thing that really clicked for me early on where it starts with the uh, the movements, the body movements of the original, like, film tests. But then it's, like, a couple scenes later, he's doing the motion capture suits, yeah. you know what I mean? I loved that. Uh, and it's, like, totally just, like, you know, 100, 100 years later and some change. It's just, like, how much has changed, but also, like, how much is still inherently the same when it comes to, like, cinema. I don't know. It's like it's hard to say if it's well, just yeah. this is just about cinema or if it's about performance or if it's just about I think it's just more broadly about expression through art, you know? Well, totally, dude. And the the original the original screen tests, the men are nude in that. Yeah. And it's like it's fantastic. And then when he shows the present day motion capture, it's like it's super pornographic. It's like it's almost like it's almost where it's like they're not nude, but what they're doing, it's like you wouldn't want a child to watch it. Even though, even though uh, Leo Crocs love, he he invites children to come see this movie. He totally, he's like, he's like, I made this movie for an eleven-year-old. So it's like, it's, he, it's gonna be on. The, sure should be on pretty, the Disney Channel. You know? He's being a little cheeky, but I still, yeah, I'm totally like, I totally like get it because like, he's like, he's like, yeah, uh, an eleven-year-old nephew of his watched the movie and understood it and so he was like well yeah i made it for children so i'm just like what the fuck i love it but yeah dude that it his like you can tell like he he knows cinema yeah that's just just downright like he understands cinema and i kind of i was kind of heartbroken though because he like he's i i don't know if he's just like disparaging on himself but he really like he really doesn't like film (laughs) which is so weird it's like I don't know, in in all the like the interviews I watched with him, and then I read that one, he like talked about how he's like, well, I didn't want to do film. I just this is like he's like I wanted to make music, but I wasn't good enough at music, so I made movies. Huh, I was like, that's I'm like, wow, it's yeah, it's really interesting because it's like you make make really good film, and it's like I guess those kind of I don't need to feel bad about it. It's like those those do they do kind of uh, you know breach a gap. Yeah, it definitely for sure. is like it's funny like the 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 uh, surprising lack of music in this. Then, like there's there's some, but it's mostly like diegetic, like in the scenes where they're playing uh-huh. songs or whatever. Um, or or it's a or it's a, a musical. Right. <laughs> they, yeah, he has two like two singing. big musical scenes. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and that's kind of you know that kind of plays a big part. I do like that. There's like an interlude in this. It's oh, dude, cool. the interlude is so uh, good. Yeah, uh, actually, like I know, like I was reading online, like that's probably most people's favorite part. Oh, really? I think so. I mean, no, we're we're jumping the gun, but what's your what's like your favorite part? You're, like, it's kind of like you could. What's your like your favorite like? I don't know. You know like assignment. I feel like the uh, the sewer goblin is so good. Like it's just got such a weird energy to him. The way he's smoking the cigarette, and he's got his one eye and his cane. He's at the he's at the. Uh, the graveyard and the tombstone say like visit my website <laughs> yeah that? yeah and uh like that's pretty great but i loved the one where it's like he's uh like a hitman and he goes to kill that guy and then he's like sh- like dressing him up to look like him and then he and, yeah gets killed by that guy and then they're both laying there like it's the same body like i don't know i just thought that was kind of like mm-hmm. funny actually like i don't know the scenery yeah. like it was weirdly comedic just to be like the almost the absurdity of it, like this movie has got some weird uh, comedic vibes throughout it, but uh, it's like the absurdity of just like imagine being the guy to walk up on that scene. It's like two 
identical bodies killed in the identical way. Like, like something about like the symmetry of that really like uh, really stood out to me. But I thought there was something great about like almost all of the appointments. Like right. knowing about then, knowing yeah. about the suicide and the way he runs out of the building and sees the Dude. bodies. And sees the body. And he yeah, just like, screams and, and yeah. gets in, like, right into the, the, uh-huh. little, the fucking... Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he, he's running away from that trauma and, like, just escaping it into, yeah. like... The, the next the thing, yeah. Because it's, the like, next... Right, and, he, and just where he feels the most, like, comfortable, I guess, you know, the, the most the most himself is being somebody else, which is, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. That. How about how about you? What was your favorite? Uh, it's tough. I think, I think like, uh, so... Um, I really love the old beggar woman. Yeah, that that like, that, it just like it was one of those things where I'm like, God, this is like, this is so weird, and yet I'm like, it's it's so well written, and when it's just like, this has been my whole life, and all I see is you know stones and feet yeah. or whatever, yeah. like I think concrete, concrete and feet or oh, something, yeah. and it just like it just was like, oh my God, this is brutal, and then he's back in the limo, and I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, I you know, and I'm like. Okay, this is I. This energy. It's a good way to. It's a good way weird. to like bring it into it because up until that point, you're oh, like, okay, yeah. like he's a, like a rich well, guy. Do you know like, that's? Do you know that's him? Uh, the at the beginning, he's the he he wakes up in the bed. Right. That's he, the like, director. He's like, yeah, that's the actual director, yeah. and I think that like symbolism is beautiful, where he like unlocks he unlocks the wall and like goes into the theater, and I just I don't know I that the shots in the theater like. Well, really resonated. Yeah. Like, well, and I, I think a good point that I didn't realize until after, where it was like uh, Oscar was saying later, like, "Hey, do we have any woods uh, appointments this week?" And he's and she's like, "No woods." Yeah. He's like, "Man, I miss the woods." And then at the beginning, the woods, he's right. opening the door through the wood, the painting of the woods on the wall, and it's just something right. about like this movie's. And he's so intimate with the wall yeah, too. This like, movie's it, got like, like a, a yearning for it, the like, nostalgic and like the way. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, struggling to, uh, adapt and evolve and overcome, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's like, but like you said, I think, I think every scene I was, I was kind of, I don't know. I, I was in waiting. I totally anticipated. Well, and they never, you know, they never stayed their welcomes, then, you know, just as the scene was like, okay, yeah. maybe this is like, it'd be too much. It's like moving on to the next thing. Well, and what it does is it, it like bait and switches you every single scene the second i'm like oh, okay this is now now the movie's gonna totally go into like exposition mode and totally like totally like kind of course correct and become like a narrative and then it doesn't and it kind of it made me frustrated when i first watched it yeah. i was just so like i was almost just kind of like i felt robbed i was like oh man this could have been such a great movie in every single scene and then and then like right at the end is actually when it tied it all together. So the ending, they pull into the, the limos all pull into the dock, into the holy motor, yeah. you know, motorcade. The garage or whatever. Uh, garage. Yeah, and they park, and then the cars start so to communicate about, <laughs> about, they just start communicating about their life. They, like, they're they're having, like, their struggles and, like, what it's like, and they're in a dying industry. I love that. They're like, we're, just, going, we're, we're, dude, we're long for the, they're like, let them talk. Who knows when we're going to the junkyard? Yeah. And it's just like the lights Dude. all flashing and they're just talking to each other. It's right. So good. I love that. It, it's such a cool, like when it ended, I was like, God, that was a, I'm like that. Yeah. That was a great way to end it. That like, that was my favorite part. Yeah. I, I that said a, that, that when it ended, way. I went like Victoria's like, Victoria's like, you liked that? I was like, yeah, that yeah. was, yeah, yeah was cool. that was my favorite part. <laughs> like them, the limos talking. Cause it just, that's where I was like, I kind of was like, Oh, I get it. It totally just wasn't trying to be anything. Like it wasn't. Right. You know, but it's kind of everything. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the whole thing. It's like it very much is and isn't a lot of stuff. Because um, even Mary, uh, I think she made it to um, probably to the interlude before she noped out, actually. But she was like, man, this movie doesn't have a lot of talking. So I was like, yeah, you're right. It really doesn't early on. And then yeah. it's not till you get to the scene where he uh, is the, the father and he's picking up the daughter from the party. And they have all that dialogue. And then... She is, it's very like simple, just like, you know, oh, how was, how was the party? How, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. And then he finds out that so she's lying yeah. and it just very much, uh, turns. And that, and that was the point in the movie where you're like, okay, maybe this is beginning to become more of a narrative. Like this right, is where right. it's like, okay, this is like, they're talking, this is dialogue. These are characters. 
because Mary's like, wait, so this is his job, and he's like this girl's dad now, and like, <laughs> is she in on it? And I'm like, baby, yeah. baby, it's not like. There, yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody's in on it. <laughs> yeah, and it's just snippets of life, honestly. I don't know, and uh, yeah, but very much he's just berating her about lying, and that's so much. Of this movie is is just there's so much dialogue about being truthful, like with yourself, and like, and that's why I think it's very much artistic expression too, because it's like he's just like you will be punished, <laughs> just like ambiguously, like it's kind of awkward because he's like, oh yeah, you're gonna be punished, but for now, just get out of the car. <laughs> We're, your punishment. We're all, we're all being punished. Yeah, he's like, your punishment is uh, you have to be with yourself. <laughs> just yeah. leaves her on the side of the road. Uh, and then just moves on. Just meets up with the, just meets right. up with the limo and gets going. Because there's a, a couple and other I love, parts I love that, that talk about truth in that way. I think it was kind of, kind of interesting. Well, I like how he's pressed for time. Right. When he's the it just, dying on the deathbed. And he, he dies yeah. and then gets up and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I would stay, but I'm running late. She's like, it's okay. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, and I like how she's, she's in on it too. And so is the woman who like kills herself. She's like, you know, she's clearly, they meet in the van or they meet in the limo. Yeah. Like they, she's so, in her own limo. Yeah. And like, but then that's, so that's why I, in my review, I just, all I said was like, this is called, you know, this movie's the exposition yeah, musical. musical. Yeah. Because like that musical scene seemed like kind of, the most truth we were getting from the whole movie. Right. It was that the but, seeing through to like, okay, my real, everything I do is a performance and I'm living these snippets of these lives that are not my own. That was the truth to the most being like, this is Mr. Oscar's actual life connection. Right. And, and it's, it's all, it's all 20, it's all 20 years before he got into this, into this, industry yeah, it's like, like ex-lovers you know, yeah, like so. you knew me once when i was young type of again the yeah. whole nostalgic yearning uh for the way things were it's like a well, and it's aging it's aging in an industry that that forever changes and you're always you're always well, literally looking back at it now uh especially uh, yeah it's so good where he's like running in the motion capture and it's like he falls and it's like he can't keep up that's the one time he can't keep up with the changes, yeah, like right. all the digital world comes flying in around him, can't keep up with the flash, the glam, all the crazy shit, and uh, he's just right. got to get and back you, to the like, raw, the raw human emotions, man. Yeah, and him, him screaming, like it's really, he's acting, but you know that he like they just they put that thing up to like eleven, and he fucking just hauled ass, yeah. like that was not acting. He just was screaming for his life because they were making him yeah, out of that treadmill. Until he fell, they just. Yeah, they just blasted it up until it went down, and it's like that is that's something I appreciate because like, is it is it Denise? Levant? It must be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean that's Dennis Den- Denis, like like Denis Villeneuve. I don't <laughs> know, like a French or, something. Yeah, yeah, maybe Denis. Maybe I'm putting too much S on it. But anyways, I, his American. his acting was beautiful. So good. I like. Dude, he's he's I'm a chameleon. Gonna go see his catalog. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was really into it because like, there's even part times I'm like, is that even him? Cause he like with no, the makeup and everything, I'm like, God, it looks so different. Like, it, but yeah. it, but obviously he played multiple parts. I'd be like, oh, that other guy is him too. And then he kills that guy. Like, <laughs> I know that, and that was trippy. I like, I it was it definitely it definitely caught my eye, and I I had to be like, did I really see that? Is that what I saw? This movie, so he does that so well. It tricks you, and it like each scene immerses me enough to where like I'm like, is this it? Is this truly the scene? And that's why my my fan theory is the beginning. He's leaving an assignment, like that's you know he's not. It makes he's sense. Not leaving for because the only reason is because he has the bodyguards following him, and then he has the bodyguards as he's an elderly woman, and then he's done, and then the bodyguards are gone. So it's just like it was just another. I feel like I feel like he just is always always putting always up this doing these assignments, putting up this fake face, man. Yeah, and it's like, and maybe maybe when he goes home and he lives with those like you know the apes, monkey, yeah, the, yeah like he's he's. I like I like that a lot like, too. Like uh, that felt like very uh, yeah David Lynch to me when it's like he oh, goes yeah. in the house. I'm like, all right, what's it gonna be this time? You know, and uh-huh. then he goes really? in, no, really? yeah. and you go in the window, and then it's just like the ape comes in with the baby ape, and he's like, oh hi honey, you know, he's <laughs> like, yep, yep. uh huh, <laughs> nice, right? It's yeah, it's almost like. It's just like 
his his interpretation of loss is amazing like yeah. that it just it feels like every scene it's like it does have like such a strong range of emotions like i i was seeing the monkey and stuff and like it's holding a it's holding like a doll and it's like he's so affectionate and like caring and it just seems i'm like i'm like this could be this really could just be his life you know are, <laughs> it's are like, we it's all like, just could be the real Jordan. life are we all just basically well, just apes i'm an i'm definitely eating bugs off myself ape-like. so yeah <laughs> dude ape life ape life um <laughs> yeah dude but yeah man you got a you got any but, um but even yeah let me or, pull it up cool. but even uh the stuff about like even her i, I didn't realize because i haven't seen that whole movie but i want to but eyes without a face his his limo driver is her yeah from that movie and then even right. at the end she like puts on the mask and like i'm coming home and leaves it's Do just you, like we're always wearing a mask it's hard to be true it's hard to be raw hard to be yourself and it's that truth uh that i feel like the filmmakers are trying to really tap into you know what i mean yeah do you want to know it's funny that mask scene is the only time that he like was spontaneous like he like all the other sh- all the other scenes he shot and like they were his they were his vision they were like the treatment that he wrote down the blocking everything they did it was all like deliberate and in- intended and then on the day of shooting she was just going to pull in and leave but they, but someone brought the mask on set and thought it'd be funny to like have her wear it, you yeah. know, kind of like there's that, it's kind of an homage. And he kind of, he's a little frustrated that they did it because now that's all people talk to him about is <laughs> like, Hey, you, because it, I think it's like, it's the only true thing people can, you know, latch on to yeah. for this movie is being like, Hey, that's a, that's a literal representation of an old film. Like, is it in the and same so he, universe? Like, <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. Even is that, she or just playing or just in like, canon that character or something? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. And so he kind of regrets it because he's like, "That's all everyone asks me about this movie now." So I can't believe his fucking daughter like, died too. That's sad. Boy, I really want to go watch dude. his other movie now because uh, that girl at the very yeah. beginning through the window is his daughter. Right. Exactly. And that's and that like yeah. So I like found that out and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's her daughter." And then I don't think that was the one who passed away. It was like there was a car accident in. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess like I guess people can have multiple daughters, huh? Yeah, he had three, and so well, good for him. Had, I didn't. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> saw the other ones. So, uh, Houdini eighteen says, "Oh, it definitely lives up to its reputation. Without a doubt, the weirdest film I've ever seen. It has moments that make me doubt what the fuck I'm watching, but then again, it has some of the most beautiful moments I ever put to film as well. I hope you all enjoy. It should have at least a part for everyone. I think." Not sure if I'm ready yeah. for a rewatch yet, though. Uh, oh, see, and I, well, yeah. I don't I know, know if I, I'm not like, ready for a rewatch. In like a couple yet, of years. But yeah, I will be. Yeah. I will be one day. I'll rewatch this one day. Because I'm going to go back through the rest of his movies because I haven't seen any of them. No. But I, I, but I, 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 I think he's well, an interesting filmmaker, so I definitely want to go see I think he's only, he's only made like four. Yeah, right? well, because yeah, I remember looking like he, right. before Holy Motors, he hadn't made a movie in like, you know, 15 years or something Over. like that, 10 years. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so, C-Cog-D-1-Z says, Super weird and incredibly cinematic. Denis Levant uh, gives a masterclass performance. I don't think my wife has seen it, so I'm ready for a rewatch. Yeah, give it a rewatch. Come back here and tell I, us yeah, tell us how it is on a second like. time, because I feel like we've talked about this, especially a lot this month with Cerebral Month. It's like a lot of movies that are like this the first time watching it you're like trying to unpack it you're trying to like figure out where it's going you're trying to grab like narrative threads and shit but it's like knowing how it all plays out you can focus more on like theme and like overall details and shit like that so it's like i think this movie is definitely one that all these movies we've watched this month definitely benefit from that so that, yeah. that's it Thanks i did post but <coughs> what i'm talking about right now so fucking well, thank you, everybody, for... Oh, that was close. Um, commenting. We got... Talk uh, for a sec while I pull up Travis's voicemail, just so it's ready. Travis's voicemail. I find it with a little loopy. I can't navigate. Excellent. I, uh, I was going through, and I was trying to figure out, so, like, he plays... He has, like, 
nine assignments essentially. And I like really couldn't, I was like, he's that, he's like a middle-class father. I was trying to count him. Yeah. But I lost, I kind of lost it. It's like a middle-class father, a motion capture stunt actor. He's the assassin and then the, and the target. He's a dying old man in a luxury apartment. He's, uh, the I put the plant powered sewer goblin yeah. as my as my dude my that list. just raw just he's, eating the fucking flowers at that God time. I, I love I, it well no and when he started just like everything he was eating I was just like fuck dude, yes. and everyone gets out I of his way it. but the one blind guy and he just like plows through him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah dude that's so dope uh, and then uh, the old beggar woman and then a man coming home after a long day of work to the monkeys to the interspecies family uh, and then like. The, the like meticulous mob man and the and the dad in the you know the dad in the car. Yeah. I think right? Yeah, I think so. Or I said the dying man. Yeah. Right? But I feel like there's I feel like there might be Cause, I guess it's just cause it's hard to tell because it's like the interlude I don't think counts, but who the fuck yeah. No, right see that good. I know right and that's almost kinda like that's where it kind of gets me frustrated because I'm like, I'm like interlude's good, man. I He's guess just it's walking along like, and everyone's coming out. Like the band just keeps growing. It's it is. It's they said it, they called it an interlude, so that means it's not part of the yeah. universe. It's not part of that. It's not part of his acting. It's an interlude. He's allowed a break. That's that is film. Interlude is a break. So I think it's. I think it's great. I think it like, you know, it tells it tells like the history of cinema. I think this would be a good movie to show somebody who's never seen, who's never really gotten into movies. Even though it's like kind of intense, yeah, I think it would pretty... like. I think it kind of like it's. It would like make or break them. It'd be like, oh, you want to get into cinema? You should watch. Well, this you're the, first. you're I the love, fucking the guy extreme. who told I some random chick you work with, some eighteen year old girl, like, <laughs> hey, I kind of like movies. Wish I watched. And you're like, have you ever seen the house that Jack built? Like, <laughs> we're we're not I, really the authority because we're like, what's the good best first date movie? It's before the devil knows you're dead. You know. <laughs> Exactly. That is the best first date movie, dude. <laughs> that's a fantastic film. Uh, and it's like, I just feel like, I feel like that's it. I, cause it's like, I don't want any, I don't want any weaklings out here in the cinema yeah. world. <laughs> you gotta be you able can't to handle hang. fucking, see, this is the, this is the conversation though. Like, I feel like we've just become reserved to it yeah. because I don't want to feel right. like, cause I'll talk to my wife and I'm like, I don't want to feel condescending when I'm saying you just don't get it. This movie's not like. I mean, we are. I though. know. Like, I'm like, I'm but like, I'm, babe, I love I, you. You just like your movies in, to be yeah. literal. You like what is happening on screen to be literally what the story is. Uh, very little room for interpretation because that, for some, I think some personalities. And I don't think it has anything to do with like logic, but like for some personalities, it's like that's frustrating for them. Um, but I think that's why we're quote unquote like creative types. It's like more creative types like engage with art in that way. Whereas like more like a type personalities and like more organized people. Cause I'm not fucking organized. It's like they, I think they struggle with these kinds of movies more. So, um, and it definitely doesn't have anything to do with like, well, you're just not smart enough to get it. I think it's just like, Oh no. The way you're the way like certain people engage with art is differently. And I think yeah, like an artist, I think this movie is for artists. <laughs> Well, and I definitely. I, I think guess if you're like, like a fucking I, Abe, like a, like you don't, you don't listen to a lot of music, and you just fucking like you plan and all this, and then you're like watch Holy Motors, you're probably gonna fucking hate it. And if you don't, then maybe well, it'll unlock something inside of you. That's what, that's I'm, what I'm hoping at. for. Because what's the worst you have to lose? I Two think, hours? Fuck. Well, right, but that, but that right there, you just, you just said the magic words. What do you have to lose? Two hours. That is that is exactly what they have to yeah. lose. Like their time, they value the people's time. People say they value their I time. Feel like, this is I where feel I like become condescending. No, though it's like <laughs> this doesn't it doesn't waste it doesn't waste my time because there is no there is no like movie that I regret watching. Yeah. So I will I I take something from every movie I've seen, be movie I despise yeah. or hate. But even it's movies like, I it hate doesn't matter. Yeah. I value I value what I've gained from watching them. Like falling down. Now I have now I have so much fodder in the real world for like somebody who gets upset in public. I can just be like, wow, he's a real falling down guy. Falling down guy. Pulling a pulling a falling down. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Falling down guy. <laughs> yeah. You get you get the reference. You know Schumacher, right? Yeah, Schumacher, you get it. You get it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Said the film nerd to the other. 
Um, but even yeah. like, yeah, even the, the worst movie I've seen in a while is the, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix was fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. And I expected it to be horrible, but I'm glad I watched it. Like it wasn't a waste of my time. It's like, it'd probably be better if it didn't exist, but also it's a, it's a good example. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's good to watch bad movies sometimes, like actually bad, objectively well, bad movies because it really just kind of is a good example of like what not to do, like what it makes better movies shine brighter. I don't know. Cause you could see all the mistakes, whether it be studio interfering or, you know, just like fucking thousands of rewrites and meddling crazy well, and it really helps, artistic like, <laughs> direction. Who knows? Yeah. And it goes to show too. Also like Texas Chainsaw. I bet you that budget was like 10 mil, if not, if not more, if not higher, maybe 15 mil. But this movie, so it's like, it's just wild. I, I like going over the, the Money Minute because it helps me oh, yeah, kind of like minute. put it into perspective to see like what what money can do for a movie. And then it's like all the moving pieces behind it, like all the names that roll in the credits. But this movie, it was it was four mil and it only, it grossed four mil. <laughs> so That's actually, it definitely was like a, Grossed more Which, than I thought. Like I do but, wonder, like well, on a home. It's video. actually amazing. Yeah. It, like making this movie well, making four right. mil is yeah. pretty impressive. It taking four mil to make had, makes sense. And it had a fucking hell of limited. Yeah, I'm surprised release. it made so it. it. I'm surprised it made the budget back. Right, exactly. Just because it's like it but seems I, like such a niche movie. Yeah. And I, I really want to see a Netta. Yeah, we should watch that. Anetta. We should find a reason to watch that because I do want to watch it too now. More now than ever. I don't even know. Oh, it's a musical? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't well, know. I really, okay, I really well, we despise just, let's do, musicals. Let's do musicals one oh, month. No, we got, no, I can't do a whole month of musicals. Dude, Come I don't on. have it in me. <laughs> Come on, pal. There's some. I don't know if there's good ones out there, but I've seen I've me. seen that. There's like, no, we'll just, we'll, we won't do a, we won't do a poll. We'll just watch South Park Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Aneta. That's true. We'll watch South that one. That one. Uh, yeah, bigger, longer, uncut. We'll watch uh, that one. Uh, Anna, Anna and the Apocalypse, or whatever. That one's pretty fun. <sighs> no, I don't like that one either. And then, oh, you dude, didn't like even it? the ones, I, even I, the I, ones. I, it's just zombies, yeah, I know. Even so. the ones that people are like, yo, no, dude, you'll like it. I still like, like Repo, the Genetic Opera. No. Everyone's like, oh, you hate musicals? No. You like that one though? It's fun. And I'm like, yeah, I guess the violence is fun. I guess. Uh, but sure, I could, yeah. I'm gonna fart on Darren Lynn Bousman. Um, <laughs> what that guy's doing um like oh, see, i watched yeah. i watched uh west side story the other day new one and i couldn't man i oh and you fell i could not finish it i literally turned it <laughs> off and i i was like turned to my wife and i was like we were we were you know maybe it's like two and a half hours fucking long but i turned my wife like an hour and a half in and i'm like we've seen enough right <laughs> like, we're good, right? <laughs> yeah she's like yeah i think so it's like i get i get i get what this movie's doing yeah I've seen plenty, sure. and that I think it's like I think when something gets like so it's and that's so a problem with me because it wasn't like it wasn't yeah it wasn't poorly made musical or history like and, right, and I appreciate what musicals that, did to you know the history of cinema and how integral they were to the sure. especially in the early days. Wait, singing, singing in the rain, singing in the rain is, is the best that's, one. That's <laughs> that's one you could probably handle. Yeah, like we'll so. just do yeah, we'll rain do rain South Park, bigger, longer, and cut singing in the rain, and that's it. No other movies. Oh, Annette. Oh, yeah, duh. Annette. That'd be funny. We just forget to watch it. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, you want to listen uh, to Travis's voicemail? Travis's, yeah. I would love to. Let me, I got it right here. Bring him out. Let me see if Bring you can hear out. it. Do you have the transcript just in case? I got the transcript. Right, here yeah. it is. Hey, guys. Holy Motors is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. From start to finish, I comprehended very little and was waiting for a scene that gave me some explanation or to tie everything together, but it never came. One can appreciate art without understanding it, which is where this movie lies with me, as a piece of art. After watching Holy Motors, I was thinking how hard it would be to edit a movie like this. Yeah. I wonder if any complete scenes were taken out that might have explained more. So my question for you two is, do you think it would be more difficult to edit a movie like Holy Motors or a movie based on true events like Dog Day Afternoon? Thanks. It's a pretty good question. Hmm... Yeah, man, that is a good question. And I can drop a f- little factoid on you. Oh, factoid. This movie this movie was um uh like 
he shot it in two weeks. And so and he shot he it in two weeks in like too. A week. He shot it in like two weeks. Shot it in, like two, weeks. Shot shot in like two weeks. Shot in two weeks. He he never. Frenzy. He never, you can feel the frenzy in the, the frenzy. movie. Well, he never looked at dailies. He literally he didn't see any footage, finished footage, or any footage period until there was like until it was on the editing board. I guess essentially it was like because it was all digital, so it's like you know it's not the cutting room floor anymore. But it's like on the timeline. He like he on the timeline. There you go. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he until he was like actually scrubbing through um, like the scenes that he put together because this movie is pretty easy because you I think he has like, well, actually, I don't know. See, that's it's crazy. I don't know about the details on this. We're just speculating here, but I would imagine that he already had every scene figured out and the transitions figured out and everything. And he knew like what assignment was going to go where? Right. I think but it was very I much. I feel like it was could, very much. This movie gut, could be rearranged. Was like, I feel like was a gut reaction for him, and right. including the editing. Like oh, yeah. he knew the movie, like as as creators ourselves. It's like I'm sure you've had ideas where it's like you know the flow of the idea. You don't know exactly right. how one piece leads into the next piece sometimes, or how this relates to this, but you know the flow of the overall thing. You can see the shape of the object, the big picture. And so I feel like this movie was like that for him. He's like, I just got to fucking, I got to pound it out. Here's how it goes. Boom. Back in the thing. We're going to fucking shoot it. Let's just roll with it. Like it felt, it felt very like frantic. And that's why I keep saying it is raw is because it's like this movie's raw in more ways than a lot of movies can't be. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of movies yeah. aren't like, right. I think no, the, no, the, no, really. the next closest thing I'm is not- like, documentaries but even then it's a raw in a different way I guess or kids like Larry well, that, films. that's kind of what he that's kind of what he wanted to do is make a documentary um originally he was going to make a documentary about Paris but he was like he was like that would that would take me the rest of my life I couldn't do yeah. it he's like I couldn't complete he's this got movie. two modes he like, wanted to make a movie just find the middle ground there bud <laughs> like he's like we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> yeah, write right, right. film and edit but, a movie in five weeks or I can make but a to, documentary yeah, that's going to take 20 years. Uh, but to, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's just like, I think he gets overwhelmed because he's like, oh, there, there's too much to show in, in the world. So he tries to get it all done fast just to get it out. But uh, to answer your question, Travis, I think shooting a biopic or something that's based on a true event where you actually kind of have more historical um, like landmarks. Like a scrutiny, the, like you more, have an like outside. The, the blueprint. People right, that are kind of you can't you can't it. delve. Yeah, you can't delve outside of like you can portray a character a certain way, and that and people will critique that. But the overall story has to be the same. Like you know, OJ has to go free. Like Dog, Dog Day Afternoon, he's you know he he like he gets he gets caught. Right, at the and end. only like, that's just that's how it. Only a couple happened. movies can really take and twist that like historical fictions, you know. Like, but still at the time. Yeah. People were pretty riled up about like Inglorious Bastards because it changed the war. Even right. though it's totally historical right. fiction, but they're like, that's disrespectful. Yeah. You know, it's like no matter what, I feel like you're always going to have that scrutiny making something that's true to life. But on the opposite side, is like make it, you have to have a filmmaker that is, it's totally has like a complete vision from like the heart to make a movie like this and make that work editing wise. Cause the editing was pretty, pretty good in this and pretty, pretty sporadic yeah. and well, it was like well cut to like match the pacing. But if you had a writer and then a different director and then an editor who like the director wasn't like, if it was like yeah. all these different pieces, uh-huh. that would be a nightmare. Like having someone yeah. just dump this footage on you as an editor and be like, all right, here's the script, <laughs> like make it work. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds fucking awful. But now a director that wrote it, like directed it and is in there in the editing room, which I assume he probably was, is like, yeah, that's a different story. That's like, a, that's more of a vision that you want. And I, that's just what I would prefer. And that's like a not true that right. really goes, that, that makes, that's making a film. And it's like, this is, this is like, this is an indie film for <coughs> all intents and purposes. It's like... <clears throat> low budget i mean you're under five million so it's that's like that's nothing and uh and you're doing you're doing all the movement it's like it's great you know you're you're there for every day travis i hope i I I hope that like 
our discussion has somewhat shed a light because I don't think we have necessarily all the right answers. I mean, this movie definitely seems like it can be open to a lot of interpretation, but I hope that, um, like, I feel like I have understood some of it, but I don't necessarily know if that was the filmmaker's intention always because it's like art is a two-way street. You know what I mean? You got your filmmaker intention. And this is what we get with cerebral films. That is what's so fun about them is you, you, you get to put your own opinion on it. So it's like you're, yeah, once you're you put like, your art out in the world, that you've it's traveled. how it's perceived right. becomes a totally different thing, you know? And, uh, but yeah, it's like I can see, because we were right there with you, Travis, when it's like we were frustrated at the beginning. Uh, we both were because we were like trying to figure it out. We're trying to like figure out the yeah. mystery because yeah. unlike a, you know, Mulholland Drive, there was a mystery. There is a little bit to figure out. Like, that one's more of, like, you can dissect it. There's obviously a lot of interpretation as well. But that movie is, like, more this. This movie's got, like, more of a, a chaos that I think can be enjoyed without trying to, like, put bigger themes to things. Because it yeah. is... It's, I, earlier you said it's, it's jazz. It's emotional. It's totally it's just, it's, uh, it's all these it's huge totally ranges of emotions just thrown in quick succession, you know what I mean? Again, raw. Anyway, that's all I love for it. I mean, are we missing something? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. I think. I, uh, I mean, favorite scenes. If if you liked this movie, I I don't know. I was kind of talking with Travis about he's like he's like because Travis said this is like the craziest movie he's ever seen, and I totally like. I think it is in certain ways. Like I always I always talk about Enter the Void. I just I I love that film, and so like yeah. that is a movie that I'm like if you want a movie that will like truly so that. Enter the Void is like, like an like a religious experience. Almost. It was. It, it fucking. It I've only seen it, it once, is. but it, it like knocked myself. So, it did, and it like so that it just that movie is cerebral, and that movie is the craziest movie I've ever seen. On like on a on a deeper like human consciousness level, where this movie is kind of just like. It's like a barrage of like human emotion. I don't, but it's you know, it's I, amazing it's really, that, yeah. that they're, they're a fine line, but they're both beautiful yeah, movies. And this it's amazing that in this stuff. movie you could capture that on film. But yeah, just like Into the Void, it's like it's a kind of a wonder that that movie exists the way it does at all. Because it's so it, the scope is so like how do you feel like you have that idea or you have the idea for this movie as well? And it's like how do you put that to fucking film, man? I wouldn't even know how yeah. to begin. It's very it's very impressive. The fact that like. I can watch this movie and actually kind of, I understand intention. Right. You know, there's and like, like it's yeah. not pure gobbledygook. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> right, and it's not where like where like, Mulholland Drive, kind of kind of <coughs> lagged a little bit in the like, it just kind of excitement department. It kind of kind of like it's good and I like it a lot. I just this movie is objectively better, like, in its structure and its acting and like. I don't know because every scene I'm like easy and I'm calm like, down. What the hell's gonna happen next? I love I, 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 I see your point though because especially because it's but, a, it's largely a one man show. This movie, oh, right, 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 um, right, yeah, and it's and it's it's somebody who gets to push their acting abilities and the movie I would suggest so. if you like this is actually have you seen this? It's another Gaspar Noel movie, however you say it, oh, which yeah. uh, surprise surprise is another French filmmaker <laughs> is a uh, climax. Yeah. Oh, Have you seen, dude? You gotta see climax. climax. It's so it's the same filmmakers into the void, but it's like an acid fueled dance party. Um, oh, yeah. like literally everyone just gets drugged with acid and just slowly turns to this like terrible bad acid trip dance party thing. It's fucking insane. That movie oh. is oh, what yeah. I would compare to this because it's just like chaotic in a way that's like hard to. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a little bit more. I think out of all his movies that I've seen, it's the least narrative, which is saying a lot coming oh, from, okay. you know, Enter the Void. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, Enter the Void right, right, does right. have a narrative. But it has such a, yeah, I was going to say, Enter the Void has like a like a true, it's a true narrative because it's it's like the story of human yeah. life. So <laughs> Guy's kind of, life, you know, past, that, past that, present, that, future. That, Hole in one. Yeah, the beginning, middle, end. Yeah, kind of like yeah, all it's, time. It's very satisfactory the, the illusion that, of time and reality. Anyway, that's a that's a fun yeah. movie. 
I wish I wish that one right. got, yeah, got that too. We'll find another reason to watch it. No. I'll yeah, vote well, for it. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely. Speaking of, I just checked. It, right. What? Did, I, it was close. Did you have you been looking at the poll? So is it John? Did John Be, win? Being, being John, John Malkovich won. That'll be the last cerebral oh, movie we watched yes. this month. I love I, um, that. Film. I haven't seen it in years, so I'm excited to watch it again. Same. But it this is probably yeah. the closest poll we have had yet. Because being John Malkovich won with 37 votes and Requiem for a Dream was second place with 36 votes. Oh, one, it was. One it vote. was by one. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, That's yeah. great. That's okay. kind of fun. Uh, and then Under the Skin lost, sadly, again. That was the one I voted for. <laughs> I know. Under, I mean, Under the Skin is fantastic, but I kind of like... It, it like... It's totally a mood movie, man. No, I have to be. Like, will, being John Malkovich, I'm excited to watch. We will watch, I'm watch Under the Skin in October. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, right there. We'll, 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 we're going to watch perfect. it. I'm totally in the mood. I'm totally in the mood for that, yeah. But uh, so, being John Malkovich, um, I'm being dumb right now. That is... Uh, Coffin. My guy, Spike Jones. No, or, yeah. Yeah, I think Spike yeah, Jones directed Spike it. Jones, yeah. It's Charlie Coffin yeah, and then, and then, wrote it. Charlie Kaufman. So we're we're, we're getting, getting another uh, we're watching another Spike second. Jones, Co- Spike Jones Kaufman hookup. Yeah, this will be the third Kaufman yeah. then because is it the third? The second second Spike Jones and him though I think because uh, right he Kaufman did uh, Synecdoche, New York, both wrote and direct. Oh, right. oh. which we watched. Wait, but and then but then who directed that? Oh, he, he directed, directed it, it as well. But Spike Jones, yeah, 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 yeah. directed. Uh, you know, being John Malkovich as well as adaptation, which he wrote both. Hell yes! Yeah. So that's so we're getting woo. back in. Uh, we're getting back Whoa. in that territory. And honestly, a cerebral month wouldn't be quite right without a another Charlie Kaufman movie. I think so. That makes so that makes yeah. sense. Even even though Requiem is a fantastic. That was the other because there was I, a lot of Darren Aronofsky too. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, I almost. Um, he's the one I'm sad we didn't get to watch any of his movies because I almost put Mother on there. Pie was in the running, oh, dude, yeah. which is Darren Ofnarski's yeah. first movie. I almost put The Fountain on there because I haven't seen that in years. Ru- I've never, I've never. I remember seen it. thinking like, it was overrated like, when I first saw it, but that was in high school, and you know me back it, then. Yeah. I was like, everyone was like, "Oh, The Fountain." I'm like, "Yeah, it's a bit. I'm, it's just a bit pretentious." But I think I, I, think, well, I think I'd like you, it. you and uh, Patrick Rogers also. Were like, uh, kind of just yeah. You said it was a little pretentious. Right? I, I like still think little, it's like I felt. Yeah, a little I felt bloated, about but. Uh, the fountain at the time the way most people felt about Mother when it came out. But my opinions have changed because oh, I loved I, Mother. <laughs> God, I loved Mother so much. Mother. We were so the only one. We went good. saw Mother in theaters, and everyone I, hated it. And, and I, me and, and you were your, like looking around. Your poor dear, your poor dear now yeah. wife was just devastated. I, I know. So Everyone bad. was like, what the fuck? Like, people uh, were getting out and leaving, and I'm like, how can you, what? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It was, yeah, it's so good. God, Mother's, Mother's really dope. We should watch that. Like, But it's weird. Why did Darinovsky, like, go, like, hard religion? I mean, I guess Mother's religious, too, as hell, but then he made, like, a Noah movie, which is, like, an actual, like, biblical dude. adaptation. But I guess all of his movies have that thing. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's yeah, like, he's, yeah, he's like uh, Scorsese's religious undertones. But meets like a way yeah, fucking weirder filmmaker, and I don't want to be. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess Scorsese is hardcore. Dude, hardcore. I, yeah, I mean, you, come on, you're over here sucking Silence's dick the, like every other podcast. I know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, well, and like Passion of the Christ or whatever, or uh, not Passion of the Christ. Uh, what's it called? The Last Temptation oh of Christ. It's got with the Willem Dafoe. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I've never actually Dafoe. seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's I, I want to watch it because I fucking like, Willem Dafoe is one of my favorite actors. So. Contemporary. All right. Uh, yeah. Being John Malkovich, stand next week. Hey, good news. My my voice kind of cleared up through this. Okay. So. I. I know. Yeah, um, you're now. Yeah, you sounded normal. More or less. <laughs> you sounded like yeah, halfway I'm, through this. You sounded just. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> now you still you still sound like a bunch. It of still feels like I have but... nails driven into my uh, larynx, but. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's cool. It's a daily <laughs> it's a daily occurrence for me. Yeah. I, um, can I, uh, can I give everybody a phone yeah, number real quick so they can give us a phone, a phone call. If you'd like to call us, uh, at our Google voice number, it'll go straight to voicemail. 
he can drop give Travis a break. Like Travis give him a break. I know, really though, yeah. Tra- but we love we love having Travis's. I don't uh, want you to feel obligated, here, though. But I know, yeah, yeah, man. We'll get someone else kind of help offset it. I'll, I'll really call in with a fake voice. Anyways. Or I'll get I'll <laughs> yeah, get my no, wife. No, you can't. It. People know. will know. Like, hey, People it's me. Know. I'm calling. I got a question. How did you guys? <laughs> uh, anyways, we're gonna rock you with the phone number real quick. Eight zero one six one three. One five zero one. That's the Cole Summer Knowledge um, <coughs> Yeah, thanks. Um, we would appreciate. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Go watch Being John Malkovich. Yeah. Watch Holy Motors. Patreon. Our awesome patrons that are on Patreon. They've unlocked all the special bonus episodes yes. and access to if Flex you were, and the If you were a month. patron, then you get to watch Holy Motors with full frontal cock. Um, so yeah. enjoy that perk. On the plaque, so you can go watch it. Unedited. I missed that. I I wasn't. I, I didn't have access to my Plex, so now I need to go back and watch that sweet goblin. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, all right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I'm, I'm glad you're feeling I'm not, better. No, I feel like trash. I'm, I'm powering through that. Okay. Okay. Just go to yeah. Let's go to bed. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. To get ourselves a treat.